Steve's NRL Season Previews to the CF Sydney Rabbitohs. Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL Season Previews for 2022. I'm your host, Stephen Westway. We're only a few hours away from the team list dropping for round one, which means Steve's NRL Footy Tips is back this afternoon. It's going to be bigger than ever. I'm going to give you all my round one tips. I'm going to give you some betting tips and some super coach tips for round one of the Telstra Premiership. So check that out when it drops at 5.30, wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or Google Podcasts. All right, today we're going to be looking at the CR Sydney Rabbitohs, the runners-up of 2022. They went down to the Premiers, the Penrith Panthers, 14-12 in last year's grand final. But what a historic grand final it was. It could have went either way. He got decided with an intercept try, ultimately, um, that Cody Walker, who had such a great season in 2021, unfortunately threw straight to Stephen Croydon, and then he ran away and see us from that point. They came back, but they couldn't get it done. It was 14-12, the final score. Nathan Cleary won the Clive Churchill, and Wayne Bennett, Adam Reynolds, and Benji Marshall, as well as Jaden Sewer and Dane Gagai, all depart the Rabbitohs. So where does that lead the CR Sydney Rabbitohs in 2022? Well, it leads us into a little bit of a new beginning. And for those that don't know, I am a CR Sydney supporter, and and I was devastating losing that grand final. And I said on the show last year, last year would have been a failure if CR Sydney didn't make the grand final. Well, we did that. We just couldn't get over the line and win the game. And it just goes to show you that those two losses, where we can set at 50 points back-to-back against the uh, Melbourne Storm and the Penrith Panthers, really... Um, you know, it set our season and really kick-started our season, but that historic start, it's been over 110 years now. No team that has ever conceded 50 points has gone on to win the Premiership. So you look at the Rabbitohs season in 2021, and ultimately it was a really successful season. I mean, we won 20 games and lost four in the regular season. We only lost one finals match, obviously, So, and being the grand final. So we ended the season with 20 wins and five losses, ultimately. Um but before round 11 um, and before those losses to the Storm and the Panthers were really, you know, were a team that would kind of look like we're going through the motions a little bit and trying to find our footing. And it wasn't until after that that we really broke through. And, you know, we only lost one more game after that loss. So um, in the regular season anyway. And you, and you can tell by looking at CF Sydney's defense. Before those, in those first 10 or 11 weeks, we conceded well over 20 points a game. We ended the season conceding 18.3 points per game, but in the second half of the season, after those two 50-point losses, we conceded just 14 points a game. We really tightened the screws, tightened the defense, and you could tell that it was a different Rabbitohs side that you are face, and they knew that this was their chance to really make the grand final and win the premiership, and they went awfully close. Alex Johnson scored the most tries yet again in the competition. He got over 30. Cody Walker, 33 try assists. The Rabbitohs were firing from all cylinders and, you know, the combination between Walker and Reynolds really, you know, guided the Rabbitohs for so many years. Cody Walker's going to have to do it without Reynolds this year. Latrell Mitchell's going to have to be a uh, a major player for South Sydney. Obviously, he's had his problems with suspension over the last couple of years, including, you know, the fact that he's not going to be back until around two this year after that uh, sickening hit on Joey Manu near the end of last season. So all eyes are going to be on Latrell Walker and Damien Cook to lead the spine uh, with the new young kid, Lachlan Ilias. But those veterans and Cam Murray, who's just been named the new Rabbitohs captain during the offseason with the departure of Reynolds, they have to lead this side because it is a mix of youth and experience. It is a mix of, of you know, a lot of 
big match experience and some that, you know, while they played the grand final last year, a lot of these guys, they um, they don't have a huge amount of experience in the NRL. Now, if you go to zero tackle and we look at the player movements this year, the Rabbitohs, I mentioned their losses. They lost Bird, Burn, sorry, Dane Gagai, Mago, Marshall, Moga, Reynolds, and Jaden Sewer, and those key ones, Sewer, Reynolds, Marshall, and Gagai. They've gained Michael Cheekham and Tavili Havili and Isaiah Tuss from the Broncos as a promising young kid. But overall, they're working what they have. They're trying to develop some of their young players into the first-grade system, guys like Taff and Elias. And, you know, it'll help them having a full season of NRL under their belt. I think Taff did a really good job in particular near the back end of last year, especially having to fill in for Latrell Mitchell. That was no easy task, and he did an admirable job there at fullback during the finals. It looks like he might shift to a utility position in 2022, but um, we'll see how Lachlan Ilias goes. I mean, the Rabbitohs, of course, they lost the charity shield. They went down to the Dragons, which I, I uh, was paying out my Sanctuary Jaw Dragons friend, Matt Coser, who's been a guest on this show multiple times, that you know this will be the 10th year in a row that the Rabbitohs win the charity shield. But they went down, and Ilias had some good moments, some good touches, but he also looked like... A little bit like Sam Walker last year where you know his body's got to adjust to the standards of the NRL and he's going to get better with time. He's going to be making better choices. But I think it's important for whoever plays um, halfback for the Rabbitohs. And let's be honest, I, I'll call it right now, Ilias, because he's a, a smaller guy, his body's still adjusting. I don't think he's going to be playing the full season at, our, at halfback. I think he's going to be having some time off at some point during the year. Um, I think whether you put him or Taff, depending if Ilias starts the year or four, you can put Taff in there as well. Or someone like Latrell Mitchell moves into the halves. I think whoever's going to be Cody Walker's halves partner this year will have to be a, a really good organiser of the football game. Um, because Cody Walker plays his natural, his best game when he's playing his natural game, which is running the football, that devastating left-hand side, which obviously is a little bit weakened this year because Gagai's not there, and they've currently got Jackson Paulo, but we'll see if he stays. He's going to have to step up in that position. But his combination with Latrell, his combination with Alex Johnston, he's best when he's just off the cuff, making things happen uh, by running the football and finding space out there. But he's not the best at his kicking game, at kicking the Rabbitohs out of trouble, to finding... Uh, the grass and to, to his kicking's not exactly pinpoint. It's a good supporting kicking, but that's not he's there. That, that he's not there to control the team, or he hasn't been in the past. Now he's going to have to step up and do that this year. I think he will do a good job, but I think his partner needs to be someone that can organise the team around and has a strong kicking game. So CFs has to be on the lookout for that. Whether it's Ilias Taff or someone else, they're going to see during the early part of the season, which it will take some adjusting without Reynolds there. Um, to kind of get their river moving forward to South Sydney. Now, if you look at NRL.com's starting lineup for the Rabbitohs in 2021, sorry, in 2022, it's already 2022, time's going way too fast. Uh, they've got Latrell Mitchell at fullback. As I mentioned, he's missing around one, so Taft's going to slot in there. Johnson and Jackson Paulo's their predictions for the wingers. Um, you know, Mintz or Tane Milne in the mix there as well. They've got Graham and Tass in the centres. Isaiah Tass, now... I've got a big wraps on Tass, but I think Paulo will be the center and Mansell will be the wings. I don't know what NRL.com is talking about here. They've got Cody Walker and Taff as the best seven, seven out of the best halves, which, you know, I like Taff. I'm a huge fan of Taff, but Demetrius has already said they're starting with Ilias. Um, the props, they've got Tom Burgess and Tavita Tola as the starting props. Burgess will be coming off the bench and Mark Nichols will be starting, 
Burgess has become more of an impact player. So, again, NRL.com seem way off on this NRL Rabbitohs predicted 17 at the moment. Cook will be the hooker. Um, they've got Host and Keon Kalamatangi as the signing second rowers, which I believe Jai Arrow will be starting and, and Host will be off the bench. Kiamari will be starting locked and they've got Arrow, Nichols, Knight and Sevilli Heavily as the bench players. Now, as I said, that's a bit all over the place. I think the Rabbitohs are going to have a significantly different starting 17 than what NRL.com just mentioned, and I pretty much just went through that. But um, according to Fox Sports, um, our round, round one team, Murray's going to play after the shoulder surgery. He's going to be leading the team after round one. Taff will be fullback because Latrell's still out there. Quintana Milne has won the other wing spot over Josh Mansell, and Jackson Paulo will line up in the centres with Campbell Graham. Apart from that, it's business as usual with CFs. Um, Michael Cheekham will be the man to come on the bench because Taft's not going to be on the bench for round one. So um, it's a make-or-break year for CF Sydney. It's the start of a new era for the club going forward without Bennett, Reynolds, Sewer, and Marshall. And um, a lot of these young guys are going to get opportunities. I mean, it's a big season for Paulo. It's a big season for Milne. It's a big season for um, Ilias and Taft and... Some of these young guys, like um, the, I can't remember his name, but he's the backup hooker that played last year. Cook was out to really make a name for themselves and, you know, become more than fringe first graders and, and make a name for themselves in the top grades. They're only all very young, but they get an opportunity to step up um, in first grade, which is, is what the goal is at the end of the day for these young players. So um, I think the Rabbitohs' strengths lie in the, you know, unpredictable nature of. Latrell, of Cody Walker. They need to be able to play their natural game, so they need an organiser in there. Seahawks need to figure out who that's going to be exactly, whether it's Ilias Taff or somebody else. But their forward pack, it's very important for them to keep the momentum that they had over the past two seasons, where before the last couple of seasons, they had been very heavily criticised as a forward pack lacking a little bit of motor. But guys like, um, you know, obviously they're led by Cook and Murray, but guys like Mark Nichols, I can't stress enough, how much of an influence he has had on this team. Guys like him, Kalama Tungi, Totola, Tom Burgess, they've all been very underrated, and they've come in, they've straightened the attack up, and they've had a lot of yardage and kept oppositions down their end, and that's on the back of South Sydney's forward pack, which I think remains a key strength for them moving forward in this season. It's not an easy start for the Rabbitohs. I mean, you look at their, their starting first five games, they've got the Brisbane Broncos round one, and... All reports say that Reynolds is going to play now, despite the COVID scare. Um, so that's going to be a big match. But if the Rabbitohs are serious about, you know, really carrying on where they left off at the end of 2021, they'll be serious about winning that football game. But then after that, it's a uh, murder's run of opponents. I mean, they got the Storm in Melbourne, and the, the Rabbitohs are zero wins out of 17 games against the Melbourne Storm in Melbourne. They've never won a game at Melbourne, ever. Um, round three, they versed the Sydney Roosters, and then round four, it's the grand final movie match against the Panthers Panthers. And you know, both of those games are going to be tough matches. They're going to be big matches, a lot of emotion to them. Latrell's back on board in round two against the Storm. But this first month, and then after that, they had the Dragons in round five. So this first month, very important for South Sydney. You'd hope they can at least win two out of those opening fives. I think three out of the five would be a success if they can beat one of those heavyweights in Storm, the Roosters, or Penrith. After that, their run gets a little bit easier. Um, and as I mentioned, it's going to take time for these new components to really, um, to really, you know, come in and, and, and you know, 
be able to be comfortable around these other players. I mean, the Charity Shield, the Rabbitohs were very clunky in their attack. I know it's just a trial, but the Charity Shield's always a little bit more than that. And, you know, they didn't play very well. They played okay in patches. But, again, I don't think Ilias controlled the game as well as he should have. He's only a young kid. He's going to have a lot of time to learn. But I think that he needs to make the most out of that learning time. And if he can't improve, bring someone in like Blake Taft potentially to the team later down the line to give him a bit of a break and... The Rabbitohs need to figure that out, but the spine remains very important to this side. The forward pack, I think they're going to continue to do a really good job. I think Cook needs to be a little bit more explosive out of dummy half than we've seen the past couple of seasons, get back to his 2018-2019 form a little bit. You know he's going to make 50 tackles a game, but he needs to be helping out some of these young playmakers a little bit more. And, you know, Cam Murray, obviously, he's going to lead by example and... You know, no one wants to let Cam Murray down because you know he's going to be the hardest working forward and the hardest working player in that team all season. He's just going to have an unlimited motor there as captain. But it's a make or break year for CS. They could really, they could react two ways from that grand final loss. They could remain a heavyweight this competition, or they could slide down the ladder a little bit. And I think it's going to take some time to adjust around those players. Um, Jason Demetrio seems like a very talented coach. He's worked hard under Wayne Bennett. He gets his chance to to have his own first grade team but all things considered I think if the Rabbitohs remain a top four team it'll be a really successful 2022 if they remain contenders it'll be a really successful 22 and I think that there's still a lot of positives and still a lot of stars in this Rabbitohs side Latrell, Walker, Cook, Murray they're the key components and I think that South Sydney um, as long as they don't get a huge amount of injuries because I don't think they've got a, a, a lot of depth I think they're still going to be contenders for this premiership race. I've got the Rabbitohs finished fifth, which is just outside the top four, but I think they're still going to be um, thereabouts come postseason, and they could cause some of these teams that a lot of people are predicting to win the premiership could cause them a few head- headaches in the postseason if they can get it all together. But expect big seasons by Walker and Latrell. They both need big seasons, and expect Cam Murray to lead by example. All right, well, that was my season preview for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Where do you guys think... They're going to finish. Do you think they can go one better than last year and win the premiership? Do you think they're going to slide right out of the top eight after last year's, um, you know, heartbreaking grand final loss? Let me know in the comments below. Remember to like Steve's NRL footy tips, and I'll see you guys next time on Steve's NRL season previews. And hopefully you check out Steve's NRL footy tips, which will be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify from 5.30.